everyone. Welcome to our podcast, The Five Muses and the Musical, where we discuss some of the most popular movie musicals of today and help you to understand just how one musical can be like a fluffy croissant. Exactly. Thank you, Paris, for the introduction. Our podcast is going to be a conversation between the five of us muses and a group favorite, Mamma Mia, the musical, the movie, and an overall colorful phenomena. Why don't we dive into this podcast with the beginning of the movie and how it impacts our the viewpoint of the audience. Guys, I can definitely say that I love this intro. The beginning of the movie starts out silent and then focuses on the sounds of the waters in which the boat is sailing. Becca, I totally agree. The lighting is dark at first, relying on the reflection of the moonlight bouncing off of the water. Paris, what do you think about the techniques for this intro? I actually find it really interesting. The sound of the water is used to blend in with the music. The sound of the water slowly crescendos until the girl starts to sing, and then she becomes the main focus instead of the sound of water, which decrescendos into the background and fades away. Also, I noticed the color of the water was a dark blue, which can emit calming and cooling emotion through the audience. Crystal, are there any scenes that you wanted to show? Yeah, definitely. This movie and soundtrack overall has always been one of my favorites. The scene that I most remember is the one where the two main characters, Sky and Sophie, sing the legendary ABBA song, Lay All Your Love On Me. By basing the musical around ABBA's albums, the musical becomes a pop rock performance style. The way the characters express their emotions of love and passion through the song is one of the key characteristics of the pop rock performance style. I also really enjoy the polyphonic sound created in this scene, though the many different melodies blending together. Yeah, I definitely agree. I believe this type of pop rock performance style has really become popular over the past few decades. This type of style really started to take off in the 70s with musicals such as Grease, The Wiz, and Jesus Christ Superstar. Also, you're totally right, Anna. When the background singers, dancers join in this In this scene, they create a really nice harmony to Sky and Sophie's melody. Definitely. I enjoy the blending of the voices in this scene as well. Something I would also like to note is that this musical has small aspects of representational theater, but more aspects of presentational theater. The realistic aspects come in when with the normal dialogue between characters. I thought this was a norm within all musicals, but after watching Jesus Christ Superstar, I was proven wrong. Oh, right, because the plot of Jesus Christ Superstar was all explained in song and choreography, making it strictly presentational theater. That was interesting. Personally, I prefer the mix of both representational and presentational theater. For all our listeners who may be unfamiliar with these terms, representational theater represents life as we typically know it. In contrast, presentational theater presents life atypically through things such as song and elaborate dances. That's really great that you clarified that for us, Paris, since not everyone may be familiar with the terminology. There was definitely some presentational theater in this scene when all the backup dancers suddenly knew all the choreography and were completely in sync. Also, I highly doubt people at the beach suddenly break out and dance in song like that. Also, I also wanted to add the intense passion between Sky and Sophie in the scene. I remember watching this movie for the first time and thinking, is this actually PG? Malu, are there any scenes that you would like to discuss? 
One of my favorite scenes is definitely the bachelorette party scene where the characters Donna, Tanya, and Rosie all perform the iconic song Super Trooper. This, the song is very catchy. The costumes are very unique. The setup of the stage is definitely what makes this scene stand out from, the, from others. That is so true. The three women began their performance on a small platform stage, but this was no ordinary stage because it was a Lumo acrylic stage that lit up. The stage they used could also be classified as a thrust styled staging where the stage was extended out into the audience. I feel the director made a good choice of using this type of staging style because it helped to make the musical more intimate for the extras that were part of the scene and the audience watching the movie. Also, the beautiful singing choreography played a big part in making this part of the movie very nostalgic. Another good executive decision that the director made was the strategic stage blocking of the actors for the performance. The arrangement of actors was Donna being in the center of the stage while Tanya was in the upper right position and Rosie was in the upper left. The arrangement helped create a sense of visual interest. In my opinion, there wasn't any need for the blocking strategy because the song itself kept me interested. Uh, although the choreography was very subtle, it helped, to, it helped make a difference bringing in more enthusiasm into the scene. Overall, it was one of the best scenes in the movie. When talking about Mamma Mia, I think it's important to mention how the transition of the transition of American musical theater led to the production of the musical. Yes, starting in the 19th century and early to 20th century, there is a discovery of musical theater in America. There are some early classics from the late 1800s like Pirates of Penzance and HMS Pinafore, which covers stories of upper class society and fantasy. However, musical theater became something much more during the 1930s at the time of the Great Depression. Musicals like Anything Goes or Of Thee I Sing became joyful escapes for those struggling. I agree. That is still the reason many people watch in entertainment currently, to have some sort of escape. I think it is interesting to see the development of a book musical, which contains story, plot, and song. The exploration of a book musical really started happening during the 1940s to 1960s with classical classic mu musicals like Fiddler on the Roof and Hello, Dolly. Yes. From there, we can see how during the late 20th century, different types of musicals kept emerging. We can see concept musicals like Sweeney Todd or mega musicals like the infamous Phantom of the Opera. Jesus Christ Superstar, which we watched in class, was another genre that started called rock musicals. I think it is so fun to see the timeline of different types of musicals and how all of these eventually lead to Disney commercialism, like The Lion King. I agree. Then from there, seeing how it further develops into contemporary musical theater like Lord of the Rings, then a hybrid between the concept and the book musical, like in production, similar to Spring Awakening or Into the Heights. This all leads to the development of new musicals today like Hamilton or Dear Evan Hansen. But as we bring it back to Mamma Mia, um, it is not one of these types of musicals, but it's in a jukebox musical. That means instead of using original music, the produ production uses other well-known popular songs throughout the musical. 
It is fascinating to see this development of musicals throughout the past couple centuries. I think one of the reasons Mamma Mia is such a big hit, big hit is that it is based on the songs of ABBA, who are one of the most popular pop groups of all time. This drew in a crowd that had previously not been overly interested in musical theater. Yes, even though I don't watch too much musical theater, I love Mamma Mia and still listen to its music, especially during the summer months with my friends. Definitely. As we mentioned earlier, the music is amazing. One of my favorite parts of this musical is when Tanya sings Does Your Mother Know? It provides some comedic relief in the middle of some more of the dramatic and serious scenes in the musical. During this song, one of Donna's best friends, Tanya, begins to be flirted by a much younger man named Pepper. By adding this in the middle of the some of the more serious scenes, it allows for the audience to have a bit of a break by lightening the mood. I agree, Anna. It allows the audience to be swept away into an alternate storyline. It definitely made me laugh. The way Tanya and Pepper continuously flirt with each other, but Tanya pretends that she's not into it, but she clearly is. It definitely brightens up the whole musical. Speaking of brightness, this scene shows so many beautiful and bright colors that ex exude happiness and joy. Exactly. The crystal clear water and the bright sun really stand out in this scene. You could watch this scene even without the audio and you can't help but smile. It is definitely some of the most beautiful imagery in the, in the entire movie. I think we have had a great conversation today, everyone, but I think we should close up this podcast with a special thanks towards the amazing Professor Burnett. I have to say my favorite part from his introduction to fine arts course had to be the haiku and poetry lesson. As a poet, I always love being able to practice different techniques. Not only this, but he has helped me to understand the importance of color, sound, and imagery when creating your own art. Crystal, what was something that you have learned from Professor Burnett that you would like to share before we go? Poetry lesson was really interesting, Paris. I'm glad that you were able to get so much out of that. For me, I really got a lot out of the music lesson. Being able to dive and dissect music pieces really allowed me to rediscover my love for classical music. Also, being able to learn about artists uh, through Jamila Woods' album, Legacy Legacy, was incredibly enlightening. What's your favorite part of fine arts, Becca? I also found listening and learning about different artists through Jamila Woods' album, Enlightening. However, my favorite part of uh, this fine arts class was being able to learn about so many different forms of expression of art. It opened my eyes to the fact that art is so broad and so free and that it could just be about anything. Thank you for saying that, Becca, because I too was amazed at how many different forms of art exist. My favorite lesson from fine arts was the lecture on theater. From learning about the costumes to the different types of staging, this topic was very interesting. Overall, I'm really glad to have taken this class as I feel way more confident in my knowledge on, of fine arts. Thank you everyone for joining the five muses and the musical today as we discussed Mamma Mia. We hope that you have a great day and enjoyed our presentation.